Fat guy and a skinny dude. What's wrong, Richard? Button. The button has been pressed. And we are back. Again. If you're still around. In your ear holes. Well, hopefully. (laughs) I mean, it depends on where you put the the speaker. We could be in your ear holes, in your eye holes. Those are my eye holes. (laughs) Your eye holes, my eye holes. I mean, let's be honest. We could be in all sorts of orifices, but you know. Well, I mean, essentially, if you're deaf, you're listening to this holding onto a speaker close to your chest. That's true, but that's not a hole. Not this. Music. Right. <laughs> Something. You know. If you're listening, if you're deaf and you're listening to us and got... maybe you're reading the words. Maybe, can you imagine Google auto-translating us? <laughs> I thought you meant like having somebody chisel out a bunch of Braille and they're just listening. <laughs> <laughs> Running their hands along this long thing as, as we it just, goes. As we just jibber-jabber. <laughs> no, no, Google, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm saying, you know, if they're deaf but not blind. Deaf but not blind. Deaf but blind. Not, not a deaf blind mute. We could have it. We could have a um. What's her name? Who was deaf and dumb and blind? <laughs> deaf and dumb. Deaf and dumb and blind. Ain't not Frank. <laughs> Alan Keller. Thank you, Helen Keller. Oh, yeah. I feel like Bert Kreisner just mixed up it. <laughs> and Frank and Helen Keller. <laughs> they kept her in an attic. <laughs> How'd the blind girl keep a diary? Okay. All right. So let's get talking on our. <laughs> Our topics this week. This is a great start, by the way. I like it. That's good. Yeah. So no, no secret guest today, unless you count my wife's unicorn, or unless you talk to us <laughs> during the breaks. <laughs> right. And then, mm-hmm. then you're the guest. I mean, if, yeah. I mean, or count the voices in my head. Then we've got like twelve guests. And, well, that's well, that's not enough that's time for me. That's a twenty-one guest. Oh. We have already. <laughs> All right. So first thing we're talking about: yeah. planned obsolescence. No, no, no silence. Just. <laughs> that, that's what it's going to be like. Just silence. Well, so here's the thing, okay? Like, in my hand, in your hand, we have these wonderful devices. <clears throat> right. You know, because I recall when I was in elementary school, well, you won't have a calculator on you all the time. That's right. We did hear that as kids. Yeah. And we do have a calculator. Listen here, bitch. I've got more than just a calculator. We've got a supercomputer. <laughs> Essentially, right. people have who have eye wristwatches, all those those eye watch yeah. things, Apple watches. Yeah, that's a smart computer on your wrist. A hundred percent. Do you remember those watches that actually were calculators? Had a calculator. Yeah. Those were the coolest. I had those growing up, and they made taking tests so easy. But I'm just checking the time. Looking at the time. It's eight oh oh eight s. Boops! <laughs> that was great. Kids can't cheat anymore like that. They have to get creative. I know. Put them on band-aids. Ooh. So you pull off the band-aid and there's all the test <laughs> answers. Or you put them on Break the Break your leg and just right in your cast. What did I see? One on a Coke bottle where they did the whole wrapper and uh, Coke bottle, like on the inside of the Coke bottle. And they brought the Coke bottle and set it down and unraveled it. And... I saw this one that was really cool that it's a ring that has like this long piece of string in there. Oh, that's or, cool. Or like flat tape and you just pull it open. Clothes and back up. This looks like jewelry. So one of those pens that have a calendar in them? The, oh, yeah, like, like that same kind of, kind of thing. Same yeah. concept, but a ring. That's great. And they're so far from planned obsolete, but the problem is, is we have these devices, right? They're making us dumb. And, and Well, sure. But 
you look at people like, oh, I got a Galaxy S10 and I spent $1,000 on it or something like right. that. $1,500. And then what's going to happen next year? Not even next year. Three months from Listen, now. Listen, will you just give me the goddamn benefit of... Let's say fine six months from now, okay? Right. Galaxy S11! That's what happens. Right, and that's the problem. And, and, and then the, your phone is worthless. And now they're, I know that iPhone gives up... Uh, turns off functionality. I know there was a big lawsuit about that where the iPhones were... If you had an older iPhone, they were just... They've had so many lawsuits against well, them. Well, okay. Because they did, they were slowing down older phones a couple of years ago, and right. they got caught yep. doing that. It's just what they do, right? But the the, the concept is that plan that they plan for things to be obsolete, and we're not even just talking about phones. I mean, cars, computers, computers dishwashers, dishwashers. I'm pretty sure we're planned for obsolescence. Well, we are. Yeah. Right. This goes back to last week's podcast where we're overworking ourselves to death. To death. Oh, and by the way, that other job I applied for, I did not get. Fuck you guys who, uh, you know who you are. Oh, that's all right. You'll uh, get a better job. I'm sure I will, but you know what? You know, it wasn't intended for you. That's why you didn't oh, get it. Oh, listen here, Mr. God's fucking will. Okay. <laughs> no, there's no God, There's no God's will. I'm just saying, if it was meant to be, it's meant to be. Sure. That doesn't mean that you I just don't feel like I got a fair chance, and I think that's what bothers me more than anything. Not that I didn't get the job, but I wasn't given a fair opportunity. But maybe the opportunity was not the right one. Well, maybe yeah. it was maybe it was rushed for a reason. But I got a free bar of chocolate. <laughs> well, I got one today too, but I didn't pay for it. Listen, like that's you know. But so so the thought my thought is is if you buy a product, I mean you back in the day you used to be able to buy a product, and if something was wrong with it, you, you could fix it. You could fix it. You could rebuild it. We have the technology. <laughs> we can rebuild it. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, the Europe just. Put into effect or put a law into effect to get voted on. I think it just it did come through that uh, manufacturers of of like you know dishwashers and refrigerators they have to be easy to fix. Mm-hmm. They have to um, give you all of the like pieces. You know, send you. It's got to be easily fixable by you. It's not just them. Like I had right. a dishwasher or a, um, a laundry machine that broke, washing machine that broke. And I, I remember. Had to call Sears uh-huh. and have them come out. And you had to then pay like $500 to get on their plan to come fix anything in your house. But then when it broke, they were like, oh, this doesn't fall under the, the category. Plan, right. right. So it's just one big fuck you to the customer. Of course. Yeah, which is terrible. Well, that's, that's the problem is just, you know. So good for Europe. Right. Good for Europe. Yeah. I mean, look at cars, you know, in comparison. I mean, you give me a 1980 Chevy with a 350 and a four barrel carburetor. I can rebuild everything on that without having to touch a computer. Yeah, the computer I can re- things. I can rebuild just... old school point systems. It was repairable, and not, not to mention you could. I could sit my fat ass in the engine bay. But I mean, the fact <laughs> <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is you could repair it. You could fix it. Now you have to go to a mechanic. Now you have to go to a mechanic who has a computer well, diagnostic mean, fuck, system. Dude, I have. A, I just got. I have a 2010 Chevy, right? Doesn't even have a transmission dipstick. I cannot check my transmission fluid level. So how do you? You don't. But that's not. That's that's another planned obsolescence. Right. Yeah. There, well, it forces you to go to the dealership. That's really shitty. I think as much as you know, everyone's like, "Oh, well, you know, we want to move into newer cars." And mind you, you and I both know that I put a down payment on a Tesla. Yep. You know, and by the way, 
what they're doing with the Teslas. They're, they're making changes and twer- tweaking them. I was going to say twerking them. Right. <laughs> booty, booty. Never seen but, a Cybertruck <laughs> twerk. But uh, tweaking them all, you know, so there's, so it's going to be a better product when it comes out. Right. But I think that, honestly, when it comes time for the next vehicle that I buy, I think I'm going old. Because it's easier to fix. I, I think, well, because there's more tunability. There's more. Yeah. An old diesel, you know, something that I can you tune can up. I mean, some of them, yeah. those Isuzu diesels out of, you know, like the old Rangers and stuff like right. that, you could get like 60 miles a gallon plus out of those without putting any special tools on it, just huh. slight adjustments. Yeah, nowadays the car is, it is what it is. Right. Or yeah. you buy a, you buy a chip to make it better, but that voids the warranty. Well, that's kind of like Apple saying, here's the computer and here's the specs that we've given you, but the second that you open it up. It voids war. Like, we're not, right. you, it's not us anymore. Right. Which is bullshit. Right. Oh, you want to make it faster? Take it to a certified Apple dealer. Right. And then we'll charge you out the ass. Well, there was a point, too, where um, I know that some of those companies were fighting third party manufacturers from, you know, producing stuff like the digitizers, the glass. Yep. So that the only way you could get Apple parts is going to a certified and, and Apple, Apple dealer. D- yeah. Apple dealer. No wonder they have so much cash in their in their uh, headquarters right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of makes me crazy. Well, kinda and makes you. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess there's really no. But I think the problem is, is it also makes us lazy by having someone else fix everything. I mean, it keeps us poor. That's for damn sure. Well, that's the ultimate goal, right? And you can control a poor society. But, I mean, the problem is, is, is like like you said, you know, when you were growing up, you could just call someone to fix it. Right. And you never, you never had to learn how to fix it. Well, I never, I, I didn't see, I, it was always like, oh, that's what, that's what happens. That's the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Like, something breaks, you call the plumber. Something, your car breaks, you take it to a garage. Like, you, then when I grew up and didn't have anything that I grew up with, I was out on my own, shit breaks, you're like, oh, fuck. Okay, well, I'll call somebody, and then they charge you out the ass. You're like, oh, wait, what? I don't have that kind of cash. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. What do you mean? So then your life takes over, and you go, okay, well, I learned from my last time. I'm going to have to do this. How do you do this? Then you have to look it up and start your life of Right. And I think learning. if we had things that were fixable, like, sure. It I would make it easier, most I, definitely. I don't believe we're going to be, you know, get to the point where we have a toilet that you know a human can't fix, like a normal person can't fix. But, I mean, we're to the point where you have a car you can't fix. Yeah. I mean, how many things that you hold in your life that you can't repair without voiding their warranty, without... Calling a specialist or... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you need a degree to, to, to fix this thing. Like, yeah. That's and they don't true. want you to fix it. They're Okay, one of my favorite agricultural companies, right? John Deere. I love John Deere stuff ever since I've worked on a farm. You know? Right. John Deere and Cockshut, but Cockshut doesn't exist anymore, and everyone makes fun of the name Cockshut. Well, it's funny. <laughs> but, you know, or even Allison Chalmers. But the fact is now, they're saying, like, John Deere said that, well, yeah, you might own the vehicle, but you don't own the programming in that CPU. We own that programming. It's our program. So you can't change it. You, so can't... you can't make any modifications to the program. So, the, so now the tractors are now doing what the car companies did, which is go from completely moddable, completely fixable, completely mm-hmm. repairable by yourself, to going, oh, we own all of the proprietary software like Apple. Right. So if you want to an upgrade on your car, your tractor, your phone, come see the manufacturer. Right. We'll hook you up. But if you go see anybody else, well, now you've hacked it or you've 
jailbroken it and you've broken the That's when you have warranty. a rough day and you drop the tractor off with the Apple dealer and the cell phone <laughs> over, over the tractor yeah, dealer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's funny. I can, just, you, can you imagine that? Just, you know, parking your combine in the Apple I can imagine, one. like, getting on your Segway, hooking your iPad up to it and having it mow the grass instead of, like, Are you showing you where to they go. Have, you know, I've got a Roomba and a Bob Sweep. Right? I've seen the remote control armors. Those are fucking... The remote control arm? Uh, or the, the wireless. Yeah, like the yeah. Roombas um, for grass. Husqvarna makes one. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Nuts. And the thing is, too, is it's got a wiring system, like, you know, your invisible dog fence, right? Right. Where you set if up the someone perimeter. picks it up and moves the outside of that wire, that thing starts screaming. So it's, it's, it's got a large and it's system. trackable. That's so ridiculous. Yeah, we just have a little little buddy. We're living in like a Wally situation where everything is done for us. Well, I don't want to be the fat tard, you know, rolling around on a little lounge chair. Well, they created those Segway just created that stroller for adults. Looks just like the Segway, just like the thing from Wally. Listen, I, I haven't seen it. I'm not sure that I want to. It's it's. It's just as bad as you remember from the movie. <laughs> TV screen in front, so you know we all just uh, forget who we are, what we're doing, and a super size child size, uh, you know, because the drink is roughly the size of a child. <laughs> <laughs> Soylent green, it is people. Oh um, man, you know, Shit. but I mean that comes that comes to a different point. I mean, we've got all this tech, we've got all this technology surrounding us, right? Right. How much is too much? I mean, that's, I, that's that's an opinion-based question well, because sure. the loner who sits at home on their computer, listening to podcasts all the time, <laughs> you know, would are you just like calling out anyone? To, no, because I would love to have an entirety of tech around me, but then tech starts getting scary, like Google, mm-hmm. Alexa, Siri. It's all a little too intruding on your life. Sure, but it does make it a little bit easier. It does. So I mean, you got to make those choices. Do you have? Do you just not have those conversations with Google around? <laughs> but okay, so here's my question <laughs> from a non-Google home owner okay, to a Google to, home owner. Touche. I do. I have Google Homes. Right. I have you know controlled lights. And How does like it that. know when you say "Hey Google"? Hey baby, are you looking for a good time? Looking for some fun, playful women, so we can just have a chat. We're here and we're waiting for you. Call us anytime. We're hot, horny girls. Pick up that phone and dial us, you big sexy stud. For just $4.99 a minute, you can talk to single lovely ladies just waiting to hear you, man boy. We accept all forms of credit card and PayPal. Ooh, and even Bitcoin, baby. Oh, baby. So call us at 1-800-DIRTY-KNEE. That's 1-800-D-I-R-T-Y-M-E. And we'll be waiting here for you. Mwah! What am I wearing, you ask? Well, baby, give me a credit card number and I'll be glad to tell you. It's listening. Right. It's got a it's got a trigger point. 
it, well, it can't have a trigger point because it just its no, trigger I mean, point it must a, be as soon as it hears something, it's listening. Right. So that's a little weird for me. Of course. To have something in your home that is constantly listening to everything that you say, and then when you say, hey, Google, it goes, can I help you? That's weird as shit. <laughs> well, sure. And I mean, so if you're trying to hide from the government, I guess then you either don't have them or, you know, you talk in a different room away from Google. Right, but we've had our cell phones on us forever, and mm-hmm. they're listening as well, so I mean... Yeah, especially if you've got Google's listening on your phone. Yeah. I mean, it's always got a Michael... Michael. A it's mi- always got a microphone. <laughs> it's so got is, a Michael... Is that his name? <laughs> the guy that's listening to all of the Google stuff? Oh, wait, no, that's Jason. <laughs> yeah, different, different. So yeah, but I don't know, man. It's it, it definitely... I see how nice it is mm-hmm. when you're like, Hey, Google, turn on the lights upstairs. Hey, Google, turn off the lights. Hey, Google, send a message. That's cool. I'm just waiting for my Google to go nuts here. <laughs> yeah, no, it hasn't yet. But, um... But I'm just used to screaming at my kids from, like, across the house. Right, you've got the original Google. Right, the original Google. Hey, kid, give me a burr! Yeah, it's dinner! <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Right. But, I mean, so I don't know. sure, I think the problem is, is I think if you have that technology, and I'm not, do not think that I'm trying to high horse myself, okay? I think tech is great. But I, I think tech is great, but I think if you don't know how to fix the other things in your life, then tech is just another thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, I have, you know, this technology and stuff like that, but I still have hobbies. I still do Right. You don't just expect Google to do everything for you. Right. Although, I mean, you're pretty handy. You could essentially set up some sort of mechanical device uh, to feed your dogs. So then you could say, hey, Google, feed the dogs. Hey, Google, give the... Like, you could. could. And then you could be a super lazy... All I need was a Raspberry Pi, a couple servos. Right. Right. So it's very possible that it tech could, possible. could make your life unbelievably easy, but who wants that? Well, I think it's the problem. I think some people do want that. Some people want a, li- a hands-off life where they just do whatever they want, and then they can just be like, hey, Siri. Take care of my laundry. Give my wife, you know, an orgasm, you know? I right. Just I mean, we have those robots. Are we talking about oh, VR and, and, like, well, yeah, and then, you know, tech being pushed by that, the porn industry? That's a little scary as well. Because if those sex robots start walking and making you sandwiches. Who's going to need a wife? Well, then they can start to think and then go, why am I doing this? And then there's like a mass of robot murders everywhere. Nobody needs that. That is why I say thank you to Google all the time. I, I Right. You know, well, thankfully, your Google is just a sphere right now. Right. It doesn't have legs that you know of or arms. It doesn't so, like spider out. So I had this thought the other day, okay? And you might laugh at this, but there used to be this movie called Batteries Not Included. I love it. You, you see, of all right, course. I love Batteries of Not Included. Of course it's a sweet movie. Right. And if you haven't ever seen it... Go watch it. Go watch it. It's got a, it's got a great premise. It's, Isn't Steve Gutenberg in that movie? I think so, yeah. Fucking it right, Gutenberg. It's an adorable movie. It, it, it's so cute. Yeah. It's, I, I want my kids to see that movie. I haven't shown it to them yet, but that's great. And the closest robot I think I've ever seen that reminded me anywhere near to those would be um, from Flubber. Weeboo, I think it is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had this thought the other day that, like, looking at a Google, <laughs> that thing could kind of fly <laughs> a little bit. Uh, it's kind of, it could be it could be very terrifying. What like, if the next. shape, like, the bottom of it just pushes out mm-hmm. and... You know, why I'm sleeping, it shaves the cat. <laughs> nah, that wouldn't be that bad, would it? 
Well, he's 22 years old. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he wouldn't be happy about it. Not if a Google Home was shaving him. Uh, I don't know. Tech is 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 a dangerous thing, but it's. But I mean, for you, you're. I mean, you're an you're an artist. I, mean, I love my tech. I, I mean, you can now take what would have took hours with different colored paints and stuff. Yep. And create graphic mm-hmm. art. Mm-hmm. It's really. Do you feel that that takes away from the people who still use things like oils? And... No, because people still use things like oils. Right. Like we're we're still in a place where there are people who appreciate the artifacts of the old, like the you know, right, old old Renaissance painters and stuff like. That. So there's still people that paint, even young kids now that I see that are still oil painting and doing murals with actual paint, and then there are new artists that are doing murals with you know, like uh, vector programs and then scaling them up to building size. So it's really, I don't know, quite a time to be alive. Yeah. To watch all this stuff go down. And see, for me, I'm I'm, I'm a hobbyist. You know, I like to create. I love, I used to replicate movie props and yeah, stuff like awesome. that. Yeah, that's awesome. And for me, I mean, yeah, I could go buy a Rick and Morty portal gun, like that right. one that I have right there. Yep. But how much more fun would that be to make it? How much, you know, how much more does that mean when you've actually built something? Yeah, a lot more. <clears throat> right, just like, I mean, I understand, like, when you create, I mean, it takes time, it takes effort. Right, but when you're done, it's like, wow, that, there's no, this is original. There right. is no other like this. This is mine, I did mm-hmm. that, it took all, it's got me in it, it's got the essence, right? So do you feel, you to do you feel it. more accomplished drawing something on, let's say, Adobe? Or do you feel more accomplished coloring something with colored pencils depends on what i'm feeling right like right like i do work mostly on adobe mostly illustrator and stuff like that but when i'm home and my daughter's like hey dad color this page with me i'm coloring colored pencils and crayons and right it's a different feeling though but you know but you get st- honestly you do get stuck well i mean you get stuck no matter what you do if you're into something Regardless of what you're using, it's it's like enthralling. Oh sure. Do you know what I mean? You well, get you completely that. get into it, and then you're like, oh, I've spent an hour with colored pencils. What am I doing? Like. <laughs> so when I when I was in high school, um, I worked on CAD. Yeah. I worked on a CAD program. I've done a little bit of CAD stuff. And yeah. uh, I designed an engine that moved in the CAD program. That's right? cool. In the tech space. But then I was also an auto shop too, and I also built an engine. Right. And for me, while I loved what I drew and I love I think it it's was nice. I, I think for me, the actual having something at the end of the day. Well yeah. Yeah. Complete a tactile something that you've created right. rather than something on a computer screen that you're looking at going, Ah, oh, that's cool. I but mean, there was, weren't three D printers, so you couldn't like print that oh thing my, to know. make it a thing. that would have been different, right? Oh, that's what gets me is okay. Sorry, right off a tangent right here, okay. Yeah. But I watch all these makers on YouTube. Yep. I love makers. Uh, people I do like, too. Like Peter Brown and Shop Time. Peter Brown, you were awesome, right? Adam Savage. Adam Savage, yeah. Adam Savage with Tested or, yep. you know, what? I mean, great creators. So there's uh, a few Colin, uh, the guy. Colin Fewers. Yes, the guy in uh, the UK yeah. that builds um, Rocket. Mark, Mark Rob. Robin? Yes. He only does a couple of them a yep. year. There was he used the, to work for NASA. Yeah, there was the King of Random. Oh, yeah, until he passed away. But they still do they stuff. They still do stuff. I, you know, yeah, there's a lot of really I don't see cool... him as a, maker, as a maker as much as a Well, he makes tester. like... They you know, made interesting, cool stuff. Right. Yeah. He was a content maker, for sure. Right. 
like I looked up to those people, but I'm I'm watching some of these other makers, and they're like, oh, you can do this at home, right? Okay, cool. And then I'm watching, and I'm like, oh, well, I've made these clips with this 3D printer, right? Oh, I'm using an, a Carvey. Oh, I'm using a <laughs> this. I'm like, listen, the right. normal person doesn't I have am, that stuff. I first off, I make decent money, right? right? I'm not rich, right? I don't own a Carvey. I don't have a 3D printer. Yeah. So if I wanted those clips, I would have to make one, pour it a Numu. Yeah. You know, cast right. it Numu, and then pour them. Right. So there's which is which is doable. Like there right. are YouTubers that do that. You know what I watch a lot is I watch restoration videos. Oh, I don't me know too. why, but like that's become a thing that is mm -hmm. really pleasing to watch. Tube, T Y S I. Yes. He's pretty cool. Yes, a lot. I, my thing is like, so I've done like. I restored a few things in my time and stuff right. like that. I love watching some of the like the off ones and yelling at the screen like, "Why are you doing that's that? Really no, that's not how you do that. No, stop, stop, stop." I watch a lot of those, but you're right. Like I'm going, "Wow, this would be so cool. I wish I could pick up something and do this." And then I watch the longer I watch and go, "I don't have a sandblasting machine. Like what? What the fuck? That's cool as shit." Right. I, I don't have that. I don't have all those tools. I don't have access to that. All of that gel, all of that, like, mm -hmm. it's just, so it kind of, it does bring you down when you're like, that would be cool, I would love to do this stuff. Oh, but wait, I don't know anybody with any of those well, tools. Well, you know, let me get my shop done, you'll just come over. Well, and I know you like, have a <laughs> bunch of everything. Well, actually, this summer, the wife and I are restoring a Shopmaster. You know what Shopmaster is? No. Okay, so Shopmaster, back in the day, you know, Mark V, it's a tool, right, that is in every tool. Oh, that's cool. It's a drill press. It's a lathe. Um, it's a table saw. Wow. Like a router. Like it has all these attachments that make it this amazing tool. Wow. And would you have an old one or something that yeah. like somebody threw away or so? The, someone the... <clears throat> someone was selling it as just as a lathe. Terrible pictures online, but they're very, they're very nice people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you know, I you know it's all it's like an hour and a half away, and I'm like. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll buy it for, like, the... They wanted, like, a hundred bucks. I think I offered them, like, 70 or yeah. something. Or, but you knew what it originally... I didn't like know you, what it was. Oh, okay. I thought it was just, just a, lathe. a lathe. So, I go there, and I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, hey, this isn't... This isn't just a just lathe. lathe. This is, like, this, 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 is this a, and this. This is a yeah. shopsmith. And I said to the guy, I said, hey, you know, this is... This is a shopsmith. This yeah. isn't just a lathe. I mean, you've got the original table here. Did he have any idea? I, I don't think that they did. I think it was like their father-in-law's tool or something so like that. So it was just something they were getting right. with. Yeah. <clears throat> and I said, listen, it's worth a lot more. I can't pay you more. Yeah. But it's worth a lot more than, you know. So I had every intention of just walking away. You know? like and oh, he was like, just like. They were no, like, just, oh, oh, cool. You know, I'm like, it. okay. So, you know, okay, okay cool. Then he was kind of like, oh, all right, you know. So I start to, well, do you want help loading it up? And you were like, you still want to sell it to score. me? Score, yeah. So they did, and you know what? I was very thankful. They're very nice people, right? You know, I got it sitting downstairs. I, I got a hold of the company. Um, I sent them, you know, an email, and uh, you know, they got back. I, I've looked at all their catalogs. Yeah, I think for another about three hundred dollars, I can order all the parts to make it back to brand new. Nice. And the wife and I are going to strip it. I mean, I bought our sandblasters a present. That's you awesome. Know? So we're going to strip it down, rebuild it. It would yeah. be cool. I mean, I have two lathes already, so. But now you have a five-in-one. Five-in-one. That's cool. Well, I mean, I have some jet tools. I got a great deal on some jet tools. And jet is like, 
the creme de la creme of like that's bone cool. chop. That's nice, but that goes back to people not knowing what anything's worth. True. Right? Because they just don't take the time right. to fucking well, and I mean, check it out. But I mean, go, going back into that, it's like, I've always wanted to do, you know, like making on YouTube and stuff like that. But I never wanted to be like, oh, look, I'm going to turn this on the lathe. And then it's like, oh, I don't have a lathe. You know, I've never wanted to be that guy. Right. I mean, look at people like, like I said, we'll go back to, to Peter Brown, right? Yeah. Okay, Peter Brown is just a guy that works, he's in California, if I'm not mistaken, just works with the tools that he has, right? I mean, he got a car V at one point, stuff like that, but he also shows you how to do it on something like a scroll saw. Anybody so shows can obtain a scroll saw. Different, yeah, different yeah. ways of doing and stuff. I mean, you know, most of his projects are, are simple enough that anyone at home could do them. That's cool. And he's, he's like, oh, I'm not a professional, but he's, he's good at what he does. I like seeing people who are good at what they do. It's really there's some. I, it's something about people who like enjoy what they do and who are really good at it and who just do it to do it. Right. That are videotaping themselves like as a, as a side thing, not like they got into YouTube and were like, "This is what's going to make me famous. I'm going to do this." You can always tell the difference right. between those people, but there's something about watching somebody who loves what they do. And I, do and I think for Adam Savage, okay, let's not you know disagree here. Adam Savage has the option to get. Into whatever tools he wants. Oh yeah, you know any kind of tool. Yeah, you can just call tech. NASA and be like, just "We're like, gonna come over," and they're like, "Okay, no right, problem." Right. So I mean, he has a lot more, but I don't think it's. I don't think I watch him necessarily for how he builds things because he does one day building stuff that you know anyone could do. Yeah. But I love his technique. You know what I mean? He's just fun to watch. He's, He's great at watch. like explaining right. things to you and showing you. I, that, I enjoy that because you're like, oh, I could do that. Right. Well, I mean, you kind of feel like like he connects with you really well too. Like, oh, you know, like, oh, I could be hanging out in his shop right now and, you right. know. And we're, we're just we're, talking. We're like, just it talking. feels like we're you're right there. We're just things. Yeah. Here I am standing next to Norm from Tested and we're just, we're just watching him <laughs> build this out. foam armor. Yeah, that's really cool. You know. But I mean... You know, you go back into stuff like that. I mean, he was a big-time TV star. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, there's money from that. There's connections from that. There is definitely connections from that. And it's funny, you know, talking about, like, you know, adults in television. Just always reminds me of, like, adults, you know, like, adult cartoons. Yeah. And how much they've changed, right? So, I remember, like, I mean, right after MTV was just music videos. Yeah. When you had stuff like Daria or stuff like you know, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead was great. Right. And you got into stuff like that, or Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Right. Like, that was Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. Ren and Stimpy always seemed uh, as more like a, a teenager or later adult kind of show mm-hmm. or a cartoon show. But it was still hilarious. Oh, of course it Who was. Who was the guy that uh, drew Ren and Stimpy? Is it um, John... I cannot remember his name. I don't either. Yeah. But but see Excellent. Now you went to, to things where where adult cartoons were the abstract. They weren't commonplace, right? Right. To the point where I'm sure now there is just as many adult cartoons. Well given the advantage of YouTube now. Well sure. Yeah. But I mean let's I mean let's look at things like okay, you can watch Bob's burgers with your kids, right? For the most part. Yeah. I mean, in today's culture, yes. Yeah, you can. But that's an adult cartoon. It is definitely an adult cartoon. In fact, you know what? Three of my favorite adult cartoons share a lot of the same people. Like Archer. 
I fucking Archer. love Archer. Archer's great. Hilarious. Yep. You know, Bob's Burgers. Bob's uh, Burgers. Home Movies. Ho- oh, uh, yeah, is Home the Movies. Same, is the same. But I think that almost goes along with character. Builder, like with Dr. Katz. Yep. Dr. Katz was just a creepy, skin-crawly... I think Dr. Katz is the first adult, like, besides uh, Warner Brothers cartoons when I was a kid, but Dr. Katz was the first, like, cartoon that I was like, oh, my God, this is... This is what I want to go into. This is what I want to do for my life. Dr. Katz, Home Movies came out. Home Movies. And then after that, I was just, like, an adult swim junkie. Or what? what's that one on Netflix that, that I love that is... Uh, with the hormone monster and the Big Mouth. Oh, Big Mouth. Yeah, Big that's Mouth. Um, uh, John Mulaney and uh, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. Yep, that's a ridiculous show. And then Family Guy. And yeah, the, well, Simpsons. So, the Simpsons were really this, like okay. the first family friendly but more adult. Sure. Oriented. Yeah. The Simpsons have been around forever. Almost 30 years. 30 Almost years. 30 years. I think they're. I love The Simpsons. I just started watching The Simpsons with my kids. It's fantastic. Uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, man. Everybody loves it. If you, okay. either, you either love Rick and Morty or you hate it. hate him. Rick and Morty. Yeah. I don't think there's any in between. And it was funny because, you know, talking about Rick and Morty, my wife was like, oh, I don't want to watch that. That seems dumb. And, <laughs> so right? is my wife. Right. Like, dude, stupid, right? Until I, wa- until I overwatched it so much where she was like, yeah, it's kind of funny. Right. And she has watched every episode Except for the newest season. I haven't seen the new season either. And it's it's hilarious that, you know... But, like, what about Futurama? Futurama, Futurama was, was great. a great show. Yeah. I mean, there's so many of them that are great, but, I mean, the difference is, is they went from being the... the out-of-bound, the, you know, the out of bounds. exception yep. to now being the norm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even now, like, you watch, like, you can watch kids' cartoons, and they'll have adult themes... Well, I think that Stuck came from Shrek. Is ha- yeah, most Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> Shrek was great, but most definitely from having parents watching what their kids watch, right, and trying to keep the parents entertained by throwing in adult jokes. Yeah, and so then it was like, oh well, I guess this isn't that bad. <laughs> donkey. <laughs> yeah, do- there was sorry, like a, a, a dragon and donkey sex reference in Shrek. Like, come mm. on, that's a oh, little. Oh, this out ain't of control. gonna work out. I, I'm an asthmatic. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, but like, then I started watching kids cartoons because I had kids and, uh, all the adult jokes that are in like Yo Gabba Gabba, which Mm -hmm. was a great kid show. I don't remember. I don't know if you watched that. Yo Gabba 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 was great. And Dora, Dora was just incredibly obnoxious. And my kids, for some reason, loved Dora. So, so when we were babysitting our friend's kid, right? Yeah. He loved Peppa Pig. Hold Thankfully, on. my kids never got into Peppa Pig. Hold on. Yeah. My wife. Oh no. Hates Peppa Pig, <laughs> to like, to this unfathomable degree. Degree. Why? Was, I don't know what it is. She is it because like, he's British? <laughs> <laughs> yes. My Your wife, wife is, is racist, racist against racist British. Against Brits. How did you know? But I don't know what I mean. Like I never was a big fan of Barney. I fucking hate Barney. Oh man, I hate Barney. And let's let's talk. Let's bring up a story from last week. When we talked okay. about last week because after the podcast was over, we were talking about Barney, and I was there the day that Barney died, <laughs> and it was fantastic. 
if if no one knows what I'm talking about, look up Barney's death, NYPD, <laughs> and you'll see it. It was from a Thanksgiving Day parade where Barney, it was too windy, and it was knocking people over, and he hit a lamppost and uh, basically ripped his ribs open, and uh, the police beat him to death. Yeah, well. Doing what they do best. Damn purple dinosaurs. <laughs> that goddamn no, purple I dinosaur. Just, so... I mean, growing up four years apart from my brother and four years apart from my sister, Right. I mean, I got a very odd difference in cartoons. Okay, you gotta remember, I was raised on stuff like, I remember things like Fraggle Rock, and I know not a cartoon. Fantastic. But like, Darkwing Duck. Yes. Um, Animaniacs. And, yeah, Animaniacs, Looney sure, Tunes, later, like Looney the, Tunes, the, the, yeah. Tom and Jerry, yep. the Flintstones, the Jetsons. Yep. You know, all sorts of stuff like that. I, you know, that was kind of like my cartoons. Right. And then... And, and you know, Scooby-Doo. All like the old Scooby-Doo. Everybody loves yes. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And then, you know, my brother growing up... <laughs> stuff like Franklin or... I like, hate Franklin. Oh, me too. And Caillou. Fucking well, that, that, that's more my sister's age. But, I don't like Caillou. But like uh, Bear in the Big Blue House. Yeah. Or no. Roly Polioli. You know, or, uh, man, what's that? Ah, Real Monsters was kind of my brother's era. That was a, I like that, that show. That show was, was Nickelodeon, that was great. But what was that? Um, there was this one where these, like, kids, right? And they're, the Magic they're School skaters. Bus? No, I remember Magic School Bus was Oh, kind Rocket of, Power. Rocket Power. Yeah, Logan yeah, used my, to watch that. My kids used to watch shit. that. I remember G.I. Joe when it came out, you know? G.I. Joe. And I grew up with He-Man. And the Smurfs. Oh, uh, Thundercats? And Thundercats. 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 Snarf, snarf, snarf. I'm worried, snarf, snarf. Oh my god. That was great. I loved cartoons growing up. They were like the best part but of the day. We got into where like my, my sister's era, right? Yeah. Where you got into stuff like the Teletubbies. Oh god. Terrifying little <laughs> Teletubbies. Babies. Nope. I forbid the Teletubbies <laughs> in my house. I forbid Barney no, in my no. house. What else? Uh-oh. Yeah, nope. None of that um, shit. Like I said, I didn't mind stuff like Bear in the Big Blue House. Backyardigans was great. Back, I don't remember the Backyardigans. You don't remember Backyardigans? No. Great theme song. But you know, see, I think I was raised with the benefit of people like Mr. Rogers. You yeah, know what I mean? well, Sesame Street. I was or, raised by Sesame Street. Yeah, and the Sesame Street. The, yeah. the Reading Rainbow Guy. Yeah. You know, I always loved that. Jordy from <laughs> Star Trek. Yeah. Or uh, do you remember the Wishbone? What's the story? Wishbone with yeah. the dog. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, Mr. Rogers, or you know, for me, like with my, you know, my grandpa and people like that, Bob Ross. Oh, but well, everybody knows Bob Ross, right. but because they're so, so much, they're so wholesome, so, right? So wholesome. Cartoons so, when we were growing up, well, cartoon even no cartoons when we were growing up was not were not wholesome, but shows were were way more wholesome than they are now. But that has something to do with our culture and our. Well, I mean. Like you have, you have two assholes has, sitting around here making a podcast about our own opinions. So, yeah, well, fuck you know, it. sniffing opinion. our own farts here at this point. So and cheese, that's what we do. Um, yeah, my kids. I mean, Bear in the Big Blue House, Backyardigans is what my kids watched. Yo Gabba Gabba was huge, but then they started watching, like, then it went to Disney, and now they're watching like the you know iCarly, or they were watching oh, okay. iCarly and. Victorious, and all of that. Drake and Josh. See, my wife was into like a Degrassi. I, see, we I missed I missed that like that, that window of Degrassi. Yeah, I know. Where they shot it, Drake? Watch it. 
I know that Jay and Silent Bob were on Degrassi. That's yeah. all that I know. I never watched it, but I knew that that's what they were on. Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, and, their com- mean, and their comic book store. And their comic book store, yeah. <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob's uh, secret stash. But I, I love... Jersey. But see, that's another thing that's changed over time. Like, I think you can still get some of the old comics and stuff like that. But growing up, you know, as a kid, I loved comics. I was a huge comic book fan. Ever since I was little, my dad gave me his comic books. And then we lived in the city and we were robbed. Mm-hmm. And they took all of my dad's comic books. So it was like from the 50s and 60s, like super old comic books that were my, like started my comic book collection. Yeah. Took all those. And when I lived in the city, there are comic book stores everywhere. There's one on like 42nd Street. There's another, like they're everywhere. So I went and started again and I got all of these original Spider-Mans that I still have all wrapped in mint Spider-Man's, condition and stuff. Yeah. And I've showed my kids those collections. <sighs> but then I moved... Out here, and there's really no comic book stores. No. They don't exist out here. Well, and I, you know, growing up downstate, I mean, I had very limited comic book stores, but I mean, there were some. Well, you could always get comics at, like, the newsstands, but they weren't, you couldn't go deep and get the the lesser known. The Dark Detective. Right, yeah, any of the Dark Horse comics are like. So one of them that I have that's one of my favorites and I have kind of hidden away is I have one of the original editions of The Death of Superman. I have five of those. Yeah. I bought five from my comic book store. Five. All wrapped in black with the the bleeding Superman logo. (laughs) I opened one and I kept four and they ain't worth shit today. (laughs) I know they're not worth shit. I feel so bad. But it's so old. Uh, I got an old, you know, but I, I like like the uh, Frank Miller, yeah, um, Batman, Batman and stuff like that. Like, but when yeah, I was year a kid, one, so when I was a kid, I heard about Deadpool, right? Yeah, and everyone's like, you know, well, you can't have Deadpool. It's an adult it's, right. comic, right? So I convinced my brother's, you know, or not my brother, my friend's older brother. I'm like, to pick hey, up a Deadpool. Will you buy me this comic, right? And he's like. I don't give a fuck. Right. He was that stoner yeah, older he was like, brother. Whatever, like, dude. like, well, you need some weed? You want some food or something like that? You want me to call a hooker or something? It's like, nah, man, no, man, I, I want no, a comic no, I just book. want this comic book. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And so he was like, shit, whatever, man. So a couple days later, you know, he's like, I'm back over there. He's like, oh, yeah, I got you that comic book. And man, I fell in love with I was going to say, that started your lifelong obsession with oh, Deadpool. Oh, my God. So you, you guys can't see my office. I mean, I mean, you could if we brought a camera in here, and maybe right. one day we will. But um, there's a lot, there's a the, lot of fucking Deadpool. The, I collect vinyl pops, my wife and I both. And if you look up here, there's there's a theme. Okay, it's mostly Batman, Harley Quinn, <laughs> Harley Quinn, and Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, I mean, the wife's got a, got a few mixes. You know, she's got she collects Groots. I've got some Rick and Morty, some here and there. It's definitely a nice collection, but, but yeah, most definitely, but it's, mostly, it's, all, it's mostly just Deadpool. Mostly Deadpool. <laughs> well, actually, mostly Harlequin. I've got more Harlequin than You do have more Harlequin else. than anything else, but you have a lot. Deadpool is next. That is a, Harlequin is just a whole nother, like, you know, we they always joke about like, uh, you have like an anime wifey color, that's weeaboo. Your, that's your, right? uh, think of Archer and uh, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> that the, the the anime wife that he has the hollow. Oh yes, Mitako. <laughs> You're talking about uh, Krieger's wife. <laughs> yes, fucking Krieger. I couldn't come up with his name. That'll do, Piggy. Oh, That'll God. do, Piggy. <laughs> That's so funny. But uh, uh, no, I mean I, I don't know that. I mean I know there's some appreciation for comic books, 
and some graphic novels, but I think cool. I think it's different. Uh, Watchmen. I was a comic. Cool. I mean, I'm a I'm an artist. I drew ever since I was little. I've been drawing comic book heroes and comic books and what reading them, watching them, reading them. You know. Um, but as soon as I got my hands on a Watchmen, the, my oh, life great. my life changed. Great. Like I've read that I've read that graphic novel more than anything else. I will say, but that's that's definitely a graphic novel. It's so good. It's amazing. And it keeps all the themes keep coming back around. Right, it, like, that's, that's like Doctor Rorschach. Yes, yes, yes. It's the Doomsday Clock. Let's be honest. Michigan roads—they're just not the best. And while some of us don't mind it rough, dust, dirt builds up, leaving your beautiful ride needing a bath. Well, the crew here at Shooting Suds—we're here to help. Whether it's just a quickie to get you through your day. Our full detail, leaving no section untouched. We are here to leave you satisfied. We have self-service stalls if you prefer that we don't touch it. Or, we even offer a towel drying finish, so we won't leave you dripping. Hand service is available Wednesday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And self-service stalls are open 24-7. So whether you want to just do it yourself, or let us give you a happy ending with a spotless car. Shooting Suds is here to help. Well, yeah. It's so good. And then they, uh, what's his name, made a, a movie of it. Zach. Wilder? No, the no, director. Zach, the Zach. director who just did Aquaman yeah. and, you know, whatever. He made Watchmen. It was all right. But nothing compares to no. the original graphic novel. Well, I think that goes back to a conversation we had before, being able to use your imagination compared to... When you to, read and when you watch something. Right, because, you know, if you watch something, I think it was our first or maybe our second cast. Pi- but, yeah. But it was, you know... You're right. So, it's so different. You're right, and I. but I think I would have been okay with a shot-for-shot remake of the, of of the, the graphic novel, book. which yeah. i got to say, he was able to pull off in... Most Spots. of most of right. that movie, I was like, "Wow, that's like I was watching the movie with my graphic novel, going, damn, that's that's, that's pretty, pretty spot on.' Yeah, like, damn, all I'll right, take that. If this is three and a half hours, I can do this." And then it kind of well, that's weird off track. But that's the problem I have with like like I, I've always read Batman. I've yeah. always loved Batman. I mean, I never read read a lot of like I read here and there Iron Man, right? Or, you know, Spider Man. But the more Superman. darker, but I like that dark yeah. gritty. And what I loved about Batman is the fact that Batman inevitably, other is than being not rich, a, is not a superhero. Not a superhero. Yeah, he, I mean, he is a superhero. He's just a man, but he's just a guy. It says he, a lot about he, what we can he achieve. He can die just like the rest of us. He bleeds like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. He's had his back broken by Bane. Yeah, you know, just all. But he comes up out of it all. I mean, it's just a, it's just true it's like testament a, to, like a to story of perseverance, right? Yeah, perseverance. Yeah, and it's it's funny. Because I loved the comic book so much, and the cartoon. Oh, you know, talk about cartoons! Oh, yeah, yeah, I love oh, the. That's where, Har- that's where Harley Quinn came from. Fuck yeah, but Kevin Conroy. The Kevin, let's go back to Batman oh, as a second. <laughs> Kevin Conroy is an amazing Batman. Okay. The voice of Batman. Yes. Yes. He's oh, like, definitely. He is. He is definitely. The, and and Mark Hamill is oh, definitely Mark is the a Joker. Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we can go video game. Time. And see, the thing is, when you play the video games, and I feel like they fit more to the comic books 
Except the Lego one. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. but the video games fit more to the comic books, that dark and grit, yeah. than, you know, some of the, the movies. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I appreciate the movies for what they are. Yeah. Like, But they're know, standalone director's uh, visions of right. Batman, which is not our vision of Batman. Well, sure. And I, the biggest thing, too, is we're, you know, talking about that and, like, vision or concept. I mean, like, they all have their own thing. Like, you right. know. Tim Burton's Batman was definitely a Tim Burton Batman. Well, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, you know, wonky buildings and, you know. I did like uh, Chris Nolan's version of Batman. Christopher Nolan's was pretty good. I think good. those were my, my one, three of I my favorite. I don't like the newer Batman. The, the Affleck Batman, the Batfleck. Batfleck. No, <laughs> I have a lot of people telling me that they liked his, per, uh, his, his, like, his role of Batman and Bruce maybe, Wayne, maybe, but the story the, the, wasn't yeah, there. No. Like you know, it just. I actually like the. Have you seen watch a show Gotham? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. That young. I kid. like the show Gotham. Yeah. You know, and, and I haven't seen the new Joker. I am waiting on that one. You know, with uh, it's Joaquin good. Phoenix. It's good, and it has but, nothing to do with superheroes. It's right. really good. But see, that's the thing is, I like, but I like the dark and gritty. It you is definitely I mean? dark and gritty. I mean, yeah. if I want to watch Campy, I'll watch Adam West. Adam West was a great Batman. But that was great for what it yeah. was. But I think that sometimes the the it gets lost. Batman? Well, there's well, a there's there's a lot. Okay. There's a lot going on in let's, Batman. So you can't really narrow okay. it down into two hours, right? So here's, here's, here's one of the ones I have the biggest problem with, okay? Yeah. First off, I like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mr. Freeze. That was terrible. Was terrible. Because I think it tried to be dark and gritty. We can't even get to Mr. Freeze because George Clooney's nipples in the bat suit. <laughs> right when they started the movie, and it was like what? nipple shot. And it was like ass shot. And it was just like, I'm done with this movie. <laughs> like, I don't need to see the rest of it. I've got the bat card. Yeah. <laughs> that was not. Well, and the problem is, it felt like it was trying to be dark and gritty. I think it, what it was trying to do. But at the same time, be campy. I think it was trying to go back to Tim Burton's Batman. But it wasn't. Tim Burton. So, like, you can't so do then, that. Like, Jim Carrey, and I like Jim Carrey for who he is. I think he was a great Riddler. You know, yeah, I think he was a great Riddler, but I think the movie was It was terrible. Just the terrible. writing was terrible. The story was terrible. Ugh. But him and Tommy Lee doesn't make a good Two-Face. Like, the two of them, the Riddler is Jim Carrey, Tommy I... Lee is Two-Face, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is Dr. Freeze. Who, what? Who greenlit this fucking movie? Right. Like, who was like, yeah, that's that sounds great. This guy can't even speak fucking English. But let's make every pun we can about chilling. Tommy Lee is a dramatic actor. Like right. we're gonna stick half his face in like pink goo. Oh yeah, it was bad. Look like someone like just. Blue and Jim Carrey, they just put one of those green suits on him. And we're just like, yeah, you just be and you. And that's not how the Riddler dressed. He didn't dress like a no. I like fabulous. The Gotham Riddler is. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. yeah, and the Penguin—they're all so well thought out characters. <laughs> it would be great to see them in a like that kind of movie. Right. I would love to see Year One with that cast. That would be really good. True. Right. Yeah. And I think that it. I almost wish there was a bridge. A bridge between where Gotham ends and where you see them in the comic books or in the, you know, that. Yeah. Because to watch them continue developing into the characters that they That are in the comic books. Right. Would be incredible. I am hoping, ever since I started watching Batman or Gotham and Bruce was little, Mm -hmm. like you got to see the progression of him growing up and learning from Selina and like 
doing right. all that stuff. And I was like, oh my god, they're gonna give us a year one. Like we're gonna see his first year of trying to be Batman. Like, mm-hmm. We're gonna watch him go out and fail and get his ass whooped. Right. That would be that would be amazing to and, see that. But some of that was in the comic books too, of like Batman's failures. Yeah. And- and what went wrong, and but this it would stuff be, like it would be well, great to see him become the Batman that he is. To, and I kind of that's one thing that kind of gets hinted to in the Nolan films, is like oh, the suit failing or the this. Yeah, when he goes back to see Ra's al Ghul. Right. Yeah. You know, you get a kind but of. But they have to do the origin. That's the thing that bothers me. Is I don't I know Batman. I don't need to watch a two-hour movie where an hour and a half no, of it sure. is origin story. Right. Like, I know his parent gets to get shot. We, we've learned that even they did it in Joker. Like, we, we got it. We know how he became Batman. Just, like, get into the fucking action. Wait, wait. In the... In the new one. Oh, did I? Yeah. Yeah, they still go back to the origin story. Not like people don't know fucking Batman is an orphan. Mm-hmm. Come on. True. True. You know? But they do it in every movie. Peter's spider bite. They have to do all of that shit. They have every to, they time have they to like, re-engage us. We're all fucking super fans. I want, a, I, want a, I want a good Fantastic Four movie. Is that too much to ask? I think it's coming. Mm, I hope I think so. they just got um, uh, John Krasinski to be Richard Reed. Well, you know, and, and talking about that, have you ever seen The Devil's Carnival? What is that? The Devil's Carnival movies? I don't think so. Devil's Carnival, Devil. You ever heard of Repo, the genetic opera? No. Okay. I'm gonna have. I got to do You're some research. Have to watch apparently, yeah. Um, so the people that make Rebo Genic Opera made two movies called Devil's Carnival. Okay. And the Devil's Carnival Hallelujah. And uh, the Devil's Carnival is like this movie where the it shows three people, you know, and the devil in in there is using stories, you know, to like the frog and the scorpion. Okay. And these people. You know, someone being naive and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The second one is like pretty much hell's going to take on heaven. They're great. They're just okay. they're crazy. That's one of those ones where it left. You ever get a cliffhanger movie? And it never, Number never two, comes to like never yeah. resolves. Yeah. There, there wasn't another one. I don't like that. You know what yeah. I. Uh, so, okay, speaking of like origin stories, right? And how we don't need to see that shit. I am rewatching the Marvel movies again. Mm-hmm. And I love all the Marvel movies. Of course. But I was watching Ant Man last night, and the best part of Ant Man is uh, uh, his friend's character, I think Luis, okay. who like when he's telling the story, he's like, "Oh, I talked to this this guy," and then like he's and then they show like a little recap of him telling stories. And then when he gets dosed with the truth serum, he goes, "Scott's in a weird place, man. Like he did this and this," and he like they recap everybody with all the actors, but his voice saying all the shit. Uh-huh. I would really like. Marvel to just do like a like a small like interstitial five minutes or whatever of him just telling the rest doing the entire Marvel series with the actors but him telling the story in his voice like in that five minute that would be a great little that would be yes. a nice little way to not do origin stories so we could just see like a quick little thing and be like oh this now we're caught up boom right. here's to the movie that would be cool well let's move into our uh, our two our segment. segments yeah all right the the Hey Google... Oh, I actually got one for us today. You do? Okay, good. The random generator. All right, let's do it. Um, hey Google, what is Novercaphobia? On the website common-phobias.com, they say, Novercaphobia is the fear of your stepmother. The <laughs> origin of the word Novercaphobia is Latin shit. and phobia is Greek. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Fear of your stepmother? <laughs> How could you be afraid of your stepmother? Well, I mean, you know, you have those wicked stepmothers. And... I mean, I I definitely get the... No, why a hangers? The evil stepmother, but if you're afraid, like... 
couldn't you just keep her at bay? Not necessarily. How small and weakling do you have to be to be afraid of your stepmother, though? Well, I mean, imagine that you're a kid. Imagine that you're okay, a kid. Okay, fair enough. Right. Yeah, I'm right. not talking, you know. I'm thinking I'm as an adult. You're thinking more like mother-in-law, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, as a kid, let's say, you know, your mother passes away. Right, then you're left and with your dad's girlfriend. Old, you got your dad's girlfriend. And she's well, just you're always going to hate her guts, though, then, well, right? Sure. But maybe she's a total cunt. She locks you in the closet like my grandma did to my grandpa. Well, but now there's my cell phones and CPS. You just call CPS and that, like... Well, sure. What if she takes away your cell phone? Then you email them. <laughs> or tweet them. Or DM them. How do you or DM? instant message. If you don't like, have any of the tech in that closet. You have a friend who you tell over a landline. <laughs> or you have that can with the string that me and my friend used to do back in the day. And it goes like 300 feet. You'd be like, my mom's beating the shit out of me. <laughs> then he's like, I'll tweet whoever the police. Next weekend, yeah. I'm going to hide a phone in here. Right. This is now my panic room. So, I've called CBS. If you're afraid of your stepmother, you should probably just hit her with a pan. <laughs> no, wait. Don't do that. Don't do that. That yeah, was bad no, advice. Bad advice. You could do, uh, what is that? Uh, you could frame her. With Watch Dexter. Frame? Watch Dexter. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. You could just Medea and, you know, get a thing of cast iron kit thing full of hot grits and just, yeah, that's terrible. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not condoning people beating the fuck up, but it's like, you know, just like the one we're talking about, the fear of beards. Like, how oh, you, okay. So equate this to death, because well, your stepmother could beat you to death. That's true. But like, there's or you know, what if what if the fear is that she's going to maybe what if the fear isn't necessarily of the stepmother herself, but the fear of her potential to take like away that your she father, could be your mom. Well, she she can She's become your replace mom, that. replace your father, you know, replace your mother, and take your, your dad away from you, take your dad away from you, which yeah. can cause distraught and despair, a feeling of loneliness, which can lead to death. Right, but if you're going that far, then your dad's gambling addiction could take you away from, could, like you know, and any well, sure. anything that your dad well, does. Sure. If your dad drinks too much, if he likes but, sports too much, if he. But that's that's where we're going back to the fact that phobias aren't necessarily logical. Right, they just lead you to. I mean, that's why I don't, I don't see any point in phobias. But I mean, that for me is because I don't find the logic in them. But there's nothing that scares you. No. How can that be? I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, there's got to be. I, I mean, I, I understand. I still that you're jump like, scare. No. I mean, I still have a fight or flight reaction. But there's right. nothing terrifying enough to me that I won't tackle it head on. Right, I'm just trying to think, like, if I got shoved in a room full of tarantulas, I would probably be pretty terrified. I don't really have a thing about tarantulas or spiders, but, like, that is not an not a comfortable situation. I would definitely situation. have concern, like, I, but, I mean, I think my mind produces logic in a different way, where I would just be like, okay, well, how do I prevent them from hurting me? Right. Right? Or, like, a room full of cobras. Sure. Like, I, and I was thinking about Indiana Jones falling in that. Dun, 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 <laughs> and then, like, he's surrounded by that cobra. I was with looking the, at with the obvious, by the way. obvious reflection in the mirror where the cobra's looking at him. He's just like, yeah. Um, well, that's man. a weird phobia. I mean, sorry, if you're afraid of your stepmother, I apologize. That's terrible. And don't hit her with a frying pan. Right. I mean, talk to her, have, have, have a conversation. Because you know what? Sometimes these do producers... it with your feelings. Right. Hit her with your feelings. Hit her with your emotions. <laughs> Listen, lady, I don't want you to replace my mother. You young kids now, you know how to how to make people hurt with your emotions. Right in the Figure feels. it out. Yeah. 
Kick them right in the feels. <laughs> in the feels. Well, I think that kind of after you know, you know, I'm, you know, what I'm glad you don't have a phobia of cheese. Yeah, that would be terrible. Because it's time for cheese. It is the, the cops. cops. <laughs> no, know. you know, if I get a job <laughs> working they're with gonna, cops, yeah, they're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna like, cheese. I'm, it is the cops. I'm just gonna take a folder and hide it behind it and be like, oh my Jesus, god, but cheese is the cops. I don't even know where we got that from, but it's no, staying. No, I've always said that, and I just don't know where it came from. It's staying. So we are we are into, and again, Petoskey cheese. Thank you so much. Let me tell you something. If you really don't like what we have to say, let me know, and I'll never say your name again, because I like you guys that much. <laughs> Sticky talky, toffee cheese. Yeah, it sounds really good. Yeah. It's got, uh, speaking of Indiana Jones, it's got dates in it. <laughs> Bad dates. Bad dates. No monkeys were, no monkeys placed these dates, by the way. These are fresh dates. Toffee cheese. It looks a little bit like fruitcake. You are a fruitcake, my friend. It, I'm going to give a little taste first. It's really sweet. Mm-hmm. It tastes like toffee. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't really taste cheese in there. <laughs> this is definitely an after-dinner, like, dessert yeah. cheese. Yeah, right? Like, paired with a white wine and... <laughs> naked laying on a bearskin rug in front of the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Holding a plate of toffee cheese. So it's funny because it's really sweet. Yeah, I don't want any more of that. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, but I think it's way too sweet. It is definitely. It is sweeter cheese. Yeah. I, I do like... I like the contrast in texture when you get to like the dates. or The, the date and the cheese. Right. It doesn't have uh, uh, I mean, cheese texture. It's, like, it's got a very... Um, Almost like a sugary. It just reminds me of like a so- very soft fudge. Yeah. A kind of a fudgy texture. <laughs> fudgy. Fudgy texture. Don't say that again on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> fudgy texture. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, all right. Now that we've enjoyed some more cheese and we've. I think we've made it through the list. I think we did. We are just going to. Uh, is that it for our podcast? I guess that's it for the day. All hey, right. listen, if you, if you stayed this long, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. If you plan on coming back, just remember, I'm probably going to call y'all motherfuckers again when we open next time. Is this like bad cop, good cop? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry for his attitude. I know he doesn't like you guys. This is just the way he is. No, I he love... Got some, he got some bad news today when we're starting the podcast. I love everybody. No, man. You know what? We're, we're going to find a day. It's opportunistic. News. Next time that I have just like a really bad day, yeah. we'll do a podcast then. Then everyone can see, you know, how much the difference. dick rock I can be. Fair enough. So. Listen here, baby. No we are out. No ASMR stuff. We already nixed that. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Goodbye, right. everybody. Stay classy. Oh man, this shit is fun, we hope you liked it too. But we don't give a fuck because this one is through. Bye, goodbye, you fucks, goodbye.
Cause now we've got to go And hey, I say, now go away Cause we'll see you very soon, I know Lots of two, I know Goodbye, goodbye, you fucks, goodbye There's no more time to play The mic, the twig, and the big fat fuck will be waiting for you to come press play. Come press play. Come press play. Okay, fuck off now. <laughs>